Over the last year, there's been a surge in retirement, with millions of Americans deciding to end their careers. People like Bruce White. My name is Bruce White. I live in Stewart, Florida. How old are you? I'm 64. Now, I just turned 64 yesterday. Happy birthday. Yeah, well. (laughs) When the pandemic hit, Bruce lost his job. He'd been a records manager at a large chain of resorts. And Bruce assumed he'd be able to find a new job. But that wasn't the case. In the past, I'd never had a problem. But this time, it seemed different. How many jobs do you think you applied for? At least 100, probably 115, 120. Eventually, about a year ago, Bruce gave up. My wife realized how much stress it was putting on me. I I went into serious depression. I mean, I'm I'm on medication because of it, but I, I didn't want to get up in the morning. So she finally said, enough is enough. And she said, you need to retire. And so effective the 1st of December, I was retired. Bruce isn't alone. Data suggests the number of retired Americans has risen by hundreds of thousands compared with the pre-pandemic trend. And this mass retirement could weigh on the economic recovery. Welcome to The Journal our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Monday, November 22nd. Coming up on the show, why so many Americans are retiring and what it means for the economy. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com journal. Terms and conditions apply. Since the start of the year, the U.S. labor market has rebounded. Unemployment has continued to fall, and more jobs are being added to the economy every month. But there's still a problem. Several million Americans haven't returned to the workforce. And our colleague Amara Amokwe dug into the data to see who was staying on the sidelines. I looked at labor force participation rates for prime-age workers just 25 to 54, and workers who were older, so over 55. The labor force participation rate for just broadly has not returned to pre-pandemic levels, but it's rebounded more for these prime age workers than it has for these older workers. So for older workers, their labor force participation rate is basically where it was right when the pandemic sort of took hold in April of 2020. So it really hasn't increased um, at all. So older workers over 55 are still at that low point. Yes, it's barely budged. Americans are retiring at a faster rate than before the pandemic for several reasons. One is that some of them can. 
the stock market's on a tear, and home prices are up. There are some older Americans who, because of the performance of assets during this pandemic, probably found themselves in a pretty comfortable financial position if they owned a home, if they had retirement accounts. And so if they were close to retirement age, they may have looked at their portfolios and said, I can do it now. I was going to do it in two or three years, but I can do it now. Another reason driving older workers out of the workforce is COVID. Economists have talked about the unique health risks that older people face from COVID-19, right? We know that older people are more susceptible to disease and death from COVID-19. And so they've also theorized that perhaps some older workers stepped out of the labor force and won't feel comfortable returning until they feel like COVID is really under control. And then the other thing economists talk about is the fact that if an older worker lost their job earlier in the pandemic because of a layoff, downsizing, whatever, it's often difficult for older workers to re-enter the labor force because there can be age discrimination. And I talked to several workers for this story, some of which who didn't want to be named in the story because they felt like it would only exacerbate the experiences that they were having with age discrimination. And so I think for a lot of older workers, this feeling of their age being a limiting factor in their ability to get a new job after they suffer a job loss, I heard that several times in my reporting. Bruce White says age discrimination is something he faced when he was job hunting last year. I did get a couple of interviews. One was with a large corporation up in Washington, D.C., and I had a really good interview with the hiring manager. In fact, she asked me to meet with some of the colleagues who I'd be working with. Next morning, we set it up, and as soon as they saw my white hair and face, I knew then and there that I, was, that I wasn't going to get the job. How, how did you feel during this period? I felt very depressed. I felt like I have all this knowledge and experience, but companies don't want me because of my age. But it was like, I'm, I'm no longer useful. I was not happy. I wanted to work till I was 68, till I was 70 years old. Bruce had enough money to retire. So for him, looking for a job wasn't about the paycheck. I'm, I'm not looking to get rich. My wife and I had saved a lot, and we've got financial resources that we can continue for a long time. It was being able to go into office, work with other folks, solve problems, and keep my mind busy and focused and contribute to an organization. And uh, all that was gone. It's been, it's been really rough for me emotionally. Do you think you would, if you could, go back to work again? Yes, I, I, I think I would. I'm not sure my wife would be happy about it. I keep in touch with my boss. In fact, she called me last night, and, and we talk about every two to three months, and we text each other. And she would hire me right back if she could, but, but the company's not. They're hiring, but very limited and very specialized positions. Bruce acknowledges that he probably won't work again. And while Bruce had retirement forced on him, there are other people 
who simply decided they were done. It was time to retire. That's after the break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The upheaval of the last year has prompted many Americans to reflect on how they feel about their jobs. We talk a lot about how people's preferences and choices and lives have been so fundamentally changed by this experience of the pandemic that we've all lived through. And so many of the retirees that I talked to spoke to that, whether, you know, the pandemic just made them want to not work anymore or just fundamentally changed their lives because they were laid off and they couldn't find another job. And so they're kind of just like questioning their identity because they've worked for so long and now they, they can't work anymore. One of those people who rethought their relationship with work is a former educator who lives in Columbia, South Carolina. Well, I am Veronica Primus. I am a recently retired educator. Veronica worked as a literacy coach at an elementary school where she supported teachers in the classroom. But when school went online, she says she struggled to do her job. It was very frustrating. I didn't, I was sitting at home trying to figure this out. So it it was a lot of frustration and anger. And I did stay throughout, you know, the year. I decided to just um, stay and finish the year for the sake of supporting the teachers. I felt healthy. I felt strong. I could have come back. And my principal was very and hoping that I would come back because once they got back in the school, she felt like she'd need all the help she could get. So what did your principal say when you told her that you wanted to retire? She said she wasn't going to accept my retirement. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I told her, yeah, it was time for me to go. I felt like I was going to have a nervous breakdown. Uh, My mental health and my own mental wellness While I was still healthy, I wanted to do something different. Veronica says she took a financial hit by retiring early. She receives Social Security now, but it's less than what her salary was. I didn't really save a lot of money. I raised four children. Money was not a concern because I was making a salary. But saving the money is more, I should have done more of that. Educators, we tend to be self-sacrificing. And we will spend money on our students, on our classrooms, and not think about the future. And that's what I did. Uh, So uh, to have uh, my salary cut in half, yeah, that was kind of hard. And Amara says that financial pressure might drive some retired Americans back to the workforce. Economists that I talk to will also talk about how some of these retirements during the pandemic 
were concentrated among lower earning older workers. And so they said there is the potential that those workers could now be in a financially vulnerable position. And so in some ways, that is part of the reason why it's still an open question whether some of these workers will come back. Because if they made the decision to retire because they were afraid of COVID or because they lost a job and then couldn't find another one, but they're also in a financially difficult place, then perhaps as the labor market becomes tighter or as their financial positions maybe worsen, they may find their way back. Economists are watching to see how many people stay retired. Usually when people retire, economists told me, they tend to stay retired. They don't tend to return to the workforce like full time or as they were before. And if these older workers ultimately don't come back, how would that make our post-pandemic economy different from the pre-pandemic one? I think economists will say that these people are baby boomers, right? So they, they would have retired at some point in the next couple of years anyway. And economists have talked about for a long time about the aging of America and how that sort of reduces labor supply. And so what the pandemic potentially does is just sort of highlight that challenge for the economy. The fact that we do have a lot of baby boomers who are reaching retirement age, and that can in some ways put a strain on the labor supply. And if people decide they're not coming back, what could that mean for the private sector? I think for some employers, it could mean, and this also depends on the industry, it could mean that they continue to have a lot of job openings that they can't necessarily fill. It's like a reshaping of the labor market, but also a a reshaping of Americans' relationship to work. Oh, yeah, for sure. I talked to other workers, and to the extent that people had the financial wherewithal, they were like, I'm, I'm not going to work. Like, I'm doing something else. <laughs> like, I'm in my late 50s. I'm in my early 60s. Like, I'm, I'm just transitioning to a different part of my life. So do you feel tempted at all to go back to your old job or get a salary again? Well, I'm enjoying the freedom. If I do something, it would be part-time or something that's... Um, that I can control my time. When you think about your decision to retire, how do you feel about it? I feel good. I feel good, even though, you know, I, it's like you miss something you love. I love the school, I love the children, but I knew that my health and wellness was important. So the decision to retire, I'm comfortable with it. Uh, and I have grandchildren. And for the sake of my grandchildren, I want to, I'm glad to be available to them more often. I'm not going to babysit every day, but (laughs) 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 I am. Make sure I say that because they'll be listening like, oh, you're going to babysit. Uh, I will sometimes. But um, having the freedom to do something else. I know a lot of educators who work till they get sick and then they die. I didn't want to be that person. I did want to have my strength and health to do other things.
That's all for today, Monday, November 22nd. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like our show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.